Welcome in. It is the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast is brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista. It is also brought to you by Sport Clips. It is a huge day in San Diego, Darren. It is a historic day in San Diego, Jordan, as we're on Valentine's Day Eve. Is that what you're referring to? Everybody going out, getting an early start to their Valentine's Day weekend? Or were you thinking something else? Listen, I have a doubleheader broadcast on Valentine's Day. <laughs> when I put that on my schedule, I did not realize it was on Valentine's Day, and my wife just saw my schedule to see that I have a doubleheader on the evening, not just like the morning, not something I can knock out while she's at work. No, 4.30, 7, like my Valentine's Day is, it's gone. My wife, as we're recording, <laughs> I hope <you> did better. <laughs> we're recording on Thursday. Well, actually, I was just given a, a huge reprieve here because my wife literally just texted me from Nashville, Tennessee, where she got called to a very last-minute meeting. So she had no plans to go to Tennessee this week at all. She was very proud of the fact she didn't do have to do any traveling whatsoever, so she could attend the SD Loyal Kit Reveal Party, which we'll get to, hmm. Stone Brewing Liberty Station. Then she gets called away, and she's supposed to come home tonight, Thursday night, about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Just sent me a text that her flight got canceled. And no. <laughs> the flight, I don't know why, but the flight then that American Airlines is offering her would get her back home sometime tomorrow afternoon. So I don't know what that means for Valentine's Day, other than we're probably going to have a jet lag, pissed off wife who isn't going to really want to go out and fight crowds and go sit in some restaurant someplace. So I, I think I'm... <clears throat> I think I'm probably going to be okay. I'll just have to make sure. I bought a card a couple of weeks ago because I'm well prepared like that. Good. So I, I'm not. Glad someone you, is. You, a doubleheader pregnant wife. I mean, listen, that's, listen, I make up for it. The following day, rough. the following day, we go to Julian. I got us an Airbnb in Julian for a couple days. So that's Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But Valentine's Day, that Friday, I got to work. I got to pay for that Airbnb, Darren. So got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do, man. You are taking your life into your hands when you're planning double headers on Valentine's Day with a pregnant wife. Good luck with that. This might be Jordan Carruth's final unnamed soccer podcast. And if so, it's been a hell of a run, dude. Yeah. It's been I mean, a hell of a run. Listen, I have lived a full life. I'm very content. Okay. That's what you say now. I'm very happy with the life that I have lived so far in oh. 31 years. Oh, uh, you a mentioned second. a kit reveal got party. A, got an update here from the wife who's literally texting in now. Oh, Travel perfect. agent got me on an earlier flight, so she'll be home earlier tonight. Okay. Well, scratch everything I've already said. Please, nobody share this information with my wife. <laughs> kit reveal. Let's move on. Are you? What is going on tonight? There's a kit reveal tonight. I'm so excited for this. For the first time, we get to see the kits, the jerseys. Call them what you will. We'll get to see the jerseys that uh, San Diego's SD Loyal will be rocking at Torero Stadium this oh, year. Oh, it's so exciting. I mean, I will say I am super excited for the event. By the time a lot of you listen to this podcast, we already will see what the kits look like for Team One, Season One. SD Loyal. So we'll already see the home and away jerseys that they're going to present. Stone Brewing Liberty Station. In case you hadn't heard this, if you only rely on this podcast to get your soccer news, maybe this is coming at you really, really quickly if you're not on social media, but I doubt it. So about six-ish, somewhere in that range, doors will open Stone Brewing Liberty Station. And uh, much the same way that SD Loyal has had a lot of its announcements at different breweries around San Diego County, tonight will be, it's historic. And I will say, I've been asked to play a small role in this as the master of ceremonies. So again, it's a small role. It's basically me, hey everybody, good to see you, let's get the crowd fired up. Hey everybody, here's Warren Smith, and here's Landon Donovan. That's 
all I'm going to do. But I was like, I'm incredibly humbled. I'm very flattered that they asked me to do this because, you know, Jordan, you think about kit reveals now. You're a Chelsea supporter, so you don't deal with this on a regular basis. Barca changes their shirts every other year. And a lot of these other clubs, whether it's MLS clubs or USL clubs or whatever, like, like the kit reveal is a big part of the soccer tradition. But you only do this for the first time once. And like this is this is historic in that we everything that's happening is historic. Those of you who were there when they announced that yes, USL to San Diego is a real thing. Those of you who took part and got excited about Landon Donovan being the manager, first ever manager, Sal Zizo, the first player, uh, the coaching staff, technical staff, player after player after player, like like all of this stuff, the first scrimmage down there in Chula Vista, their first friendly coming up on February 22nd, March 7th, first ever match, first home match, first nationally televised match, first away match. Like, like that's a really, really big deal. Like someday my prediction is that this club is is going to be around for a really, really long time. And some of you will remember that you were there. If you're going tonight, you'll remember that you were there when the very first kit, jersey, whatever, shirt was revealed. And I think you'll be telling people about that for a really, really long time. All right. So you said it perfectly. It's the it's the remember when. That's what these moments are. They're, they are the remember when moments. Remember when you went to Chula Vista and you watched SD Loyal beat FC Dallas 1-0 in their first scrimmage? Do you remember when you went to the kit reveal party and you got to see it? Like It's great because there's going to be such evolution with this club, too. If you look at it big picture, like year one will not look like year two, year three, year four. There's always going to be changes with the club, and you're hoping and expecting growth and positive changes with the club, but it's going to be one of those moments to remember. Do you remember those 2020 jerseys for SD Loyal, Darren? Do you remember those? They may not look like it in 30, 40 years. There's always going to be changes. Chelsea changed their kit every year, too, Darren. It's Do not, they? I mean, it's I not just it's Barca. It's about the same thing. I mean, then the kit sponsor nah, also, the shirt hey, sponsor is kind of a big deal. I didn't realize, but it always Nike's looks... Nike's got to make that money. Always looks about the same to me. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, come on. You didn't see Chelsea's kit this year? It's all different. It's well, got a bunch of shades of blue. What I'm saying is everyone's that, unique, and it's so cool. <laughs> what I'm saying is that, that Chelsea never uh, humiliates itself and goes with like a checkered pattern like Barca did this year, got like, it. where it looks like the Croatian national squad. So, like, you've never gone to that length that I've seen, right? Like, we think about it with the U.S. men's national team all the time. That you know, they always have different kits, right? They have different kits sometimes on an annual basis, different World Cup cycles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like you wanted to burn the ones from the World Cup cycle from 2018 because like that didn't result in anything. Like like forget that. Nobody ever wants to be seen in those shirts because that shirt represents failure. Like go bury those with Bruce Arena somewhere. But <laughs> like it's exciting. And I do. I really think it's very, very exciting. And I think people are gonna like what they see. I do. Tell me more about your role tonight. I would love to tell you more about the role, but it's embargoed. I can give you some... Uh, oh, it's embargoed. No, it's not, actually. Um, I'm Again, I'm just going to get up there. I'm trying to rev up the crowd. I, Are you going to say, hi, Darren Smith of iHeart? Are you going to say, hi, Darren Smith of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast? Are you going to say, Darren Smith <sighs> of Kogo Radio? I'm going to say, uh, Darren Smith, uh, proud uh, penista from San Diego Blaugrana. No. Shout out. Shout out to those guys. Uh, I who I spent my previous weekend with. I don't know. I'm just going to probably say Darren Smith. Hmm. 
You're not going to take the opportunity to promote the Unnamed Soccer Soccer Podcast. podcast. I will say most of you probably know me from the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Yeah. You're way more popular because of the soccer pod than the radio show. I hope you know that. I would think at a kit reveal, I'm probably more popular for the Unnamed Soccer Podcast than I am for News Radio 600 Kogo. All right. So uh, I'm jumping on SD Loyal's Instagram page right now on their stories there. And you know what a story is on Instagram? I do. I don't know how to do it, but I'm aware of what they are. All right. So on their story right now, they tell me at 6 p.m. there's going to be a player meet and greet. It's at Stone. What do we What do we think about the location tonight? I love, I that, love location. that location. You used to live in Point Loma. I, I love that place. You go there, the Adirondack chairs. It's wonderful. Like, I love everything about it. I've had it. a lot of alcohol at that place. Mm, and some food. Yeah, so a player meet and greet. Now, according to the official website for the United Soccer League, I think I counted last night 14 players officially registered as SD Loyal players. We know that number is going to go up, right? but officially 14 players registered as SD Loyal members, Team 1 2020. So I don't know. I know some of them. I know some of them by name. Excuse me, 16. 16 according to USL's official website. Okay. Which is good. Sal Zizo will be there. Irvin Para. Kudos Lawal, perhaps. You know, I've, I've started learning many of these names. I've been spending a lot of time on the USL website. Now, a very important thing to point out here is that you have to be a season ticket member to show up at 6 p.m. and have the player meet and greet. That's for season ticket members. The public event, 645, doors are going to open to the public. 715 to 9 o'clock, you'll get the uh, kit reveal and you'll get player introductions. So my guess... Darren, is that you've seen other kit reveals, and we've seen one in San Diego, a New Jersey reveal not too long ago. You have players, they're usually wearing the kits, they come out on stage, and they they present what the kit will look like. I have no idea what kits we're going to see tonight, no idea what colors they're going to be, I have no idea what the sponsor is going to be across the front. I can guess on all of those. I can guess on all of them, but... I'm just really excited to go back to what you said earlier is this is going to be that remember when moment. It's going to be remember when we first found out what their kits are going to look like for the first season in 2020. Believe it or not, I actually spent a little time on YouTube over the weekend just just looking up different kit reveals. And yeah, I think the location for some of these is uh, always interesting as well. For instance, Minnesota United, when it had its kit reveal, did it at the Mall of America. And it was the middle of the winter, and you could tell. They're like, oh, thank you all for braving the snow and the wind and the cold and coming on out here. And, uh, you know, of course, they, they had it right there, Mall of America, something that symbolizes San Diego, which I think is interesting that it's at Stone Brewing Liberty Station mm. a little later on tonight, Point Loma, right? Because that's not too far away from where Loyal will be playing their matches at Torero Stadium. But, yeah, I spent a little bit of time on that. I looked at it, and, you know, it always looks like a ton of fun, people holding up their scarves, people taking pictures, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I would expect everything the same. And then they introduced the players and some of these other situations that I've seen as well. So, Again, I'm super stoked for it. I mean, as a club supporter yourself, as somebody who supports Chelsea or the U.S. men's national team, mm-hmm. or let's say Club Tijuana over the years. Right. And for me, you know, Barca, Palace, Club Tijuana, uh, U.S. men's national team. I have several Club Tijuana kits at home. How excited do you get when you actually see that? Like, like just think about it, not as MC, broadcaster, podcast. I mean, let's just go back to our roots here in this podcast, so which I is us as different. fans. Like, how stoked do you get when you do have a kit reveal for your club? Like, it's, so I here, it's this super is what, I'm glad you asked the question, because I think it's what makes it special having our own club. I think it's different. I think finding out for me personally, and it's going to be different for everyone, but for me, when I find out Chelsea's kit, I get excited. I don't buy Chelsea's kit every single year. I only have like probably three, I think. Three? I, I really don't buy that many. 
So usually when I see Chelsea's kit, it's it always looks pretty much the same. It's going to be the Chelsea blue, and it's, there's going to be small, subtle changes to it. I get excited, but mostly what I think of is all the criticism that's going to come with it, because that's all you get, right? Always. It's Because more people hate your club than actually support your club. I think it's pretty cool, but you're kind of just on an island at that point, because it just happens to be your club. <laughs> right. It's very different here in San Diego, because I feel like so many people are going to embrace it, because it's yours. Like It's, it, it's tied differently. It, it, I think it's going to be different, I guess, is the best way for me to answer it. I think it's going to mean more to have the the San Diego version. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you're right. You're always going to deal with some level of criticism. You can't... Yeah, we've always but I don't ju- care about like what Orange County thinks about our kits tonight, you know? No. Like, I don't care what the Las Vegas lights think no, about. Like, how about those people losers? have opinions about the name SD Loyal. I don't give a shit about what your opinion is about the name and you don't like it. I don't care. Right. I don't care if you don't like the kit. Like, this is Sandy, SD Loyal. This is, our, this is our squad. Yeah. So... I'm stoked. And they're going to have a bunch of them there for sale as well. But when I think about it with Chelsea, I'm like, oh, fucking Tottenham fans are going to talk shit about this. Right. I don't worry about that with SD Loyal. I'm just excited. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I think some of that sometimes is uh, deserved, like as in the case with Barca with that stupid checkered kit. Mm. But the yellow one with the sash, like I went out and bought that immediately. I was like, yep, got to have that. Mm. That's the one I want. Immediately went to World Soccer Shop or wherever, or Soccer Local, and made sure to to have one of those waiting for me. I think it's going to be, I will say like, and I've been given a little bit of information since I'm part of this. Jordan's been given a little bit of the information as well. Like what I do wonder, like I hope that they're prepared for what I expect to be a rush from people here who are soccer fans, SD loyal fans, diehard died in the wool already fringe interest and just people from San Diego. I hope they're prepared for what I expect to be a demand, a heavy demand for these shirts. Yeah, I hope Soccer Loco's ready for that. Yes. That's probably where the arrow should be pointed, because they're the ones that are actually producing that, right? Yep. I hope Soccer Loco is ready for the demand. I want to see... I mean, based um, on what you know, wouldn't you expect... Again, we're teasing a little bit here. This will make more <laughs> sense after the reveal. But based on what you know, wouldn't you expect there to be significant demand for this shirt? Or even that sweatshirt that I was wearing last week, if you saw the pictures that we posted on our Instagram page or on Twitter. Yeah, you can get that at Soccer Loco, right? My wife got that for me for Christmas, and she said that she went to Soccer Loco. They didn't have it. She ordered it online. They delivered it to the store. So, like, even there was like early demand. Hmm. So, again, like, like I, I do sense that, and this is a good thing. This isn't a bad thing. Like, this is a good thing that there will be. I, I expect there to be demand for what it is that they're going to put out there. Yeah, yeah, because it's probably really sexy. I think so. Yeah. You know what my favorite? So you talk about like a Barca kit you almost just bought. One kit I almost just bought for Chelsea is their. Uh, they have a new white kit. And there's some like a little red, a little blue trim around the collar. It's a really clean looking kit. It looks really, really nice. That was the closest one I got to. Like the white. It looks it looked really, really good. That's the closest I've gotten to it recently with buying a Chelsea kit. But I'd imagine I'm gonna have a few SD loyal kits. I would and think jackets so. and pants and shorts and everything. Hopefully. I would think so. I recently crossed paths with Landon Donovan. I can tell you he was all decked out. He had SD Loyal, Adidas, pants. Where can we buy the pants? I want the hat, pants. The hat that you're wearing. He's wearing the windbreaker, the windbreaker top, the zip-up top. I'm like, look at you, male model, Let, SD it's, Loyal. It's good for there to be demand. I understand why you say that. But also, I want to see this gear like all over San Diego, too, right? right. Like you want It needs to be available. And like people need to be able to go buy it so people can see other people rocking it, too. Yeah. I don't want there to be so much demand where there's only a couple of people wearing it because there's only a couple sweatshirts available. 
Let's I, not get too carried away. I'm just saying. And if you're going to be How cool there, is it when you see the stickers around town? I love it. Especially once you start seeing it. Again, and they have just started. Like, their wheels are still on the runway. Like, they're, they're just making the turn for takeoff, to use a plane metaphor here. But I, I think... I think you're. I think people will be really, really happy. And if you need further convincing to go to Stone Brewing tonight, Liberty Station, I know some of this. I know their some of their kits will be on sale. So get them while you can. You sent me a really interesting story this week from the Athletic about kits. But now it's not about USL. It's about Major League Soccer, and it's how Major League Soccer's teams all look exactly the same. Yeah, a lot of cookie cutter going on there with kids. A lot, of and a lot of this is Adidas, which is the actual partner for SD Loyal. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, but uh, again, some of it is just like, well, yeah, we we are the clubs that leave it up to Adidas get what they get, and the clubs that really take control of what it is that they want their kids to look like, they end up much better, right? Is that sort of your takeaway? So on that? my takeaway was Adidas has more control than clubs. And there's a little wiggle room. Like if you're, and this is Major League Soccer we're talking about. So let's say you're LA Galaxy. I'd imagine LAFC. Give me some brands that you know are going to sell a lot of jerseys. They get a little bit more flexibility with what their kits are going to look like. But right. if you look at Major League Soccer's kits this season, and they, I think it was last week where everyone came out, they each club had their unveiling, what it's going to look like. They all look the same. They really did. They all they all really looked similar. They all have the same three stripes over the the right shoulder. The first one I saw was Inner Miami, which is a mostly black kit, a little bit of pink trim, and then it had the three stripes going over the right shoulder from back to front. And I thought it looked really, really good. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a that's a really good looking kit. The more research I did, social media tells you it sucks because that's all social media does. I think it looks really, really good. <laughs> I thought Inter, I think Inner Miami's look really good. But then the more investigating I did, the more kits I saw, Darren, they all had those same three lines on that same shoulder going well, from... Well, that's the Adidas, though. I get it, but it's one it's of like the... like saying, all those shirts have the swoosh on it. What's the deal? It's The swoosh is a small thing. This is like the biggest part of their kit. They all look the same is the point of the story. Yeah. They, they look very similar. And I think the biggest t- takeaway from the story was you, you get to learn... How much control the club has versus Adidas. And it's a little bit different because Adidas, they talk about in the story how like we do the kits for Bayern Munich. We have a lot of big clubs that we supply kits for and they allow us like they use our design team and they trust us to kind of create what it is that your club's going to wear. And they bring up big clubs like Arsenal, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, the German national team, the Mexican national team, Adidas all supplies their kits. But then it's Major League Soccer, like individual clubs, a a couple national teams, and then an entire league that looks, I mean, it looks very similar. Everyone has the same. Yeah, the Athletic put all the different shirts up there and sort of like, well, what is that one again? Oh, that's Minnesota, Minnesota United. Oh, okay. And what's that one? Oh, okay. That's. You're right. I mean, there was a time in baseball where we talked about this a lot with the Padres, where like everybody was sort of wearing the same sort of bland type color scheme. It all looked about the same, and if you squinted your eyes, you couldn't really tell the difference. Yeah. And so there's a little bit of that. Uh, I will say, just going back to SD Loyal, I mean, I can tell you, like, they're going to take control of what it is that their home kit looks like. Yeah. You kind of expect that based on what they've done so far with the club and every other aspect of the club. Like they're very rooted in San Diego, so you know they're going to try to create something that's very San Diego centric. I don't know. I'm really excited for tonight. Overall, I know, it's going to be so I, fun. You and I are sort of in the same position here, where we're like, okay, is this? A, am I? 
The one thing let I me, did let notice. Let me shut up. Let me not go too far with the this. The one thing I did notice, and it's a story in the athletics, so I feel like it's okay to talk about, and it's linked with Adidas. All those kits that you saw get unveiled for Major League Soccer this last week. Those hit the design floor in 2018. Yeah, it takes a while too. It takes a long. It's time. not like, hey, Adidas, we need a new kit. Go. Sometimes, so, you know, especially if you're, it's a great piece. Angling for certain color schemes, etc. Like some of that stuff takes a little while. You get to learn about the dynamic of Adidas and whatever club you support. Who gets more control? How it works? How the the process works? Mm-hmm. What design team is used and why? Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's really, a good behind the scenes look because yeah. it's again like a lot and of it things fits tonight. Again, and it sounds like okay, these guys are going on thirty minutes now talking about kit reveals, but it's such an integral part of the soccer fan experience. Like, how could you not spend this kind of time on it, especially? For the first time that we're gonna see it, yeah, that was an interestingly timed piece from the Athletic. I thought it was really good. Yeah, Darren, I'm very, I'm a positive guy, as you know. So I'll tell you a couple of jerseys I do like in Major League Soccer. I think LAFC and Galaxy kits they look amazing. I think DC United looks. I think their kits look fantastic. Uh, Cincinnati went with the Juve look, that half and yeah. half look, which I don't know about. I think I like Cincy's kits last year a little bit more. Inter Miami already said everyone hates it except for me. Apparently, I love it. Inter Miami is going to do. Listen, my Inter Miami is going to be Miami the same way SD Loyal is going to be San Diego, and that is going to be unapologetically local. And the rest of the world always sort of looks at Miami as like, wow, that looks crappy. You know, whether it's the colors, the neon lights, the pastels, etc. Like Miami's always had that. Like Inter Miami is going to be unapologetically Miami. Mm-hmm. Like I totally believe that if they're even going to be called Inter Miami since they. <laughs> In a lawsuit with Inter Milan, but um, the same thing is going to be here. Like you're unapologetically San Diego. Like that's uh, so I'm good with Miami because Miami's doing what's important to people who live in Miami. Yeah, Sporting KC, their kits look amazing too. Uh, the bad, I think Houston Dynamo looks like. I don't, I don't yeah, like it. And San Jose Earthquakes. Um, you guys stole the galaxy colors. Those aren't even your colors. That's weird. I yeah, thought. that's also weird too. Like, come on, man. Like, it's your own identity there. Don't you want to? Doesn't anybody there go? You know, that kind of looks like a galaxy. I guess not. That's what I thought. Or maybe they were like, hey, whatever. We're all in California. Maybe we could sell a couple extra shirts. I mean, the Chicharito shirt, I can't wait to see that. I'm sure that's going to start flying off the shelves here before too long. Yeah, I saw our guy, uh, Cesar Hernandez, tweet out a picture of Chicharito jerseys being sold um, for $140. Yeah. At, I mean, the, I, at the stadium. You know, and that also leads to another question back to SD Loyal. Like, I wonder what... And I will admit, we're all learning about the United Soccer League. I, do you buy individual player shirts? Or do you buy shirts with no name, number on the back? Or do you take the step of, I'm going to put Carruth? What would, be, what would your number be? What number did you wear like in a celebrity soccer's match? Uh, I wore number two. So would you put like Carruth with the number two on it? No, I don't think I would want anything on the back. Nothing on the back. Nothing on the back. Just gonna go straight shirt there. Yeah, again, I don't. I, I will. And I don't want the three the stripes over the right shoulder from front to back. I don't want that either. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited. It's exciting. I hope we see a lot of you out there because again, it is it's history, and you know if. If what I think about this market and this club is true, and Jordan will say say the same, I'm sure. I mean, I think you'll be able to tell your, your I think you'll be able to tell your kids about it, like that you were there, like that first night when they revealed kit number one for team number one. Anything else we need to get to? They play a match next weekend. Yeah, there is something I want to talk about when it comes to Barcelona and Real Madrid. At some point, we also have a Bundesliga report to get to. Tim Stoop sent in a Bundesliga report from. Missoula, Montana. I will just say we're entering like a really, really good stretch of watching, of viewing, because even today we're recording. You got a Copa del Rey match where Real Sociedad will be playing. You've got Juventus taking on Inter Milan, which is 
Underpants. Underpants. Taking on Zlatan. That's good. That's pretty good. Friday, you get Wolves, Leicester. You get Valencia, Atletico, if you're in a La Liga. Saturday, uh, Barca, Hitafe. That's two versus three on the table for those that haven't followed La Liga. Monday, you get into Chelsea United. Next week, we get Champions League. Darren, so, I got an email yesterday morning from Chelsea Football Club. You remember a couple of years ago, I went to Wembley. I watched Chelsea play Tottenham in the mm-hmm. FA Cup. It was a semifinal match. I got an email from Chelsea Football Club yesterday morning, and it said, Hey, Jordan, interested in coming out to Monday's match against Manchester United? Here are all the prices. I'm like, I show up to one match years ago, and now all of a sudden you think I'm going to show up to random Monday footy matches in London against Manchester United. It happens. I'm glad they sent the email, to be honest. Yeah, But it, it was very discouraging. I'm like, I want to. Don't just toy with my emotions, but I, obviously I can't. Well, I went to a couple of I those. I got a Valentine's Day to prepare for. I went to a couple of those International Champions Cups, and I get emails from them all the time. Really? And you're always faced with the decision of, should I unsubscribe from this? Or do I? will I eventually find an email that I will click on and say, yes, I do want tickets to this event, whether it's... The International Champions Cup or Chelsea or whatever the case may be. Like, do you ever just find yourself in a situation where you're like, yeah, I'll put up with this, even though 99% of the emails that they sent me here, I have no interest in, I'm never going to act on. Or do you just like keep them coming or do you unsubscribe? It's a, it's a very, uh, it's a very tough question it in is. today's day and age. First I, world problems. I unsubscribe. Um, the the news this week, I do want to bring this up since you bring up ICC, Barcelona, Real Madrid. There was a report, I mean, there's rumors out there, I think it came from the Washington Post, um, that there's a chance that Real Madrid and Barcelona will play each other in Las Vegas or, or Darren, in Los Angeles at Kroenke's new stadium. So either the new Raiders stadium or the new Rams stadium, there is a chance, nothing official, no dates, the clubs haven't announced anything, there's a chance this doesn't happen at all. But they're, they are working on getting um, El Clasico to either Vegas or to L.A. I'll take either one, to be honest with you, because I would go to either one. And I think that'd be a lot of fun. Your thoughts? Uh, given a preference, I think I'd rather go to Vegas. So it would be the Raiders' new stadium or the Rams' new stadium? Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are the two that they're... I mean, those are just options. They're working... And you remember, like, years ago, we had a guy named Charlie Stilitano on yeah. the podcast, and I, he, like, runs this tournament, right? So I saw this news, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited for Darren. Like, Chelsea's never coming to San Diego, unless SD Loyal can make that happen. But, like, I, stay, they, stay tuned on that, by the way. But Barca, they come to L.A. all the time. They can come to Vegas. Like, I got to reach out for my, for my boy Darren. So I, I, I did some research for you, Darren. Nice. I, wanted to, I wanted to investigate. What's happening? Is there a chance? So I got the scoop. I got a scoop. Uh-oh. Oh. I, feel like you're, you're, I feel like you're building up my expectation just to crush it. What's your expectation? Uh, well, I feel like you said, oh, wow, how exciting. El Clasico, West Coast, within reach. You can go to Vegas. Yeah. You can go to L.A. And I feel yep. like you're about to say, absolutely not. This isn't happening. Yeah. So I reached out, and here's here's the response I got. Jordan, great to hear from you. Still working on it. Oh, okay. That's not a no. Boom. Not a no. Not a no at all. How you like me now. I do. I like it a lot. That's... Hey, if that happens, I'll go to that. I mean, I always do. I always think, like, listen, I can't live. I don't live in Spain yet. So at <laughs> some point, will I be able to support that club? But when they do make the occasional trek during the summer months to come over to the States, to come to North America, um, and because I'm in a position financially where I can make it happen for myself, like, I sort of feel, I don't know that obligate is the right word, but I feel drawn to go and support them when they come here. Right. I feel like so, I get so much enjoyment from watching Barca play, although this is this has challenged that level of enjoyment this year. Hmm. 
but I, I do. I think as a fan, sometimes like that's you know that if you can do that to help support the club, then you absolutely and you can do. It, then you should you should try to make it happen. Yeah, I went up to the Rose Bowl to watch uh, Chelsea absolutely just thrash Liverpool a couple years ago. It was fantastic. Yeah, I mean it looked great when I they should had remind Nate of that more. Barcelona Real Madrid. They played Neymar's final match with Barcelona was an ICC match at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Mm. Remember all the celebrities that came out for that? ESPN did like a two-hour pregame show. Like Tiger was there and Serena Williams was there. Yeah. We got to get ICC matches back in San Diego. That Tottenham match was technically an ICC match, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we got to get... And there's so much potential if you think long-term there. Like SD Loyal, who knows what they are what they look like in years. And they could bring in cool clubs to play. I, I mean, who knows? Maybe Barca-Real Madrid could be in San Diego one day. We've had Real Madrid play here. I was there. Yeah. You were there. We were both there. I think they that was played, like opening uh, day for Del Mar, and yeah. we did a radio show. Where did they play? Uh, Chivas Guadalajara? Yeah. 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 Underpants scored. Uh, like a hat trick in the final four minutes. Yeah. He just was like, okay, I'm done kicking the ball around here. Now I'm just going to put this away. I remember we went down, you, me, and Alex Padilla went down there, and we saw Jose Mourinho in his press conference. Yes. Remember that? That was so exciting. <laughs> we were right there with the special one. Yes, the man who eventually would replace Potch at Tottenham. Um, so hopefully we get some uh, like cool games, some cool matches coming to yeah. our region. Darren, that'd be cool. Absolutely. Anything else we need to get to today? I have no idea how long we've gone on this podcast. Uh, the only thing I will say, I always feel like you know we always we have to get to a Bundesliga report. We have a Bundesliga report. Are we. Um I will just say March 1st, put it on your calendar, El Clasico, if you want to go watch at Serrano's Taco, Street Tacos and Bar downtown. They are The Clasico is going to blow it out. They're going to have a blow it out event. It's going to be attached to a charity, so it's not just going to be us jumping up and down, happy, despondent, getting in El Clasico, but it is tied to a fundraising event. Details coming out, so I want to shout out Peña Blagrana here in San Diego, the 10th officially recognized American supporters group by FC Barcelona. That atmosphere is family and friends, Yes, and the food and drink is really good, too. Yes, so March 1st, everybody invited, 12 noon. I would recommend that you get there early. The place will be decorated. These guys are going to roll out the red carpet. It's going to be phenomenal. So I just want to shout that out. Put it on your calendar March 1st. Come on out and join us. Okay, that's a good one. I like that. Um... Anything else we need to get to other than the Bundesliga report? You doing any? Uh, how much research? How much homework are you doing on USL? Like, a are you lot. learning a lot about this? I league? am. I'm learning a There's lot. There's a lot to learn about this. There's league. a lot to learn. I'm watching a lot of these videos on the USL website where they're doing season previews and who do you think are the best attacking group? Who is the best defensive group? I've learned about Joe Greenspan, who was the defender of the year. I want to talk to that dude, who's you know six six guy who went to the Naval Academy, who's still somewhat involved in the Navy. He's not active duty, but he's He's the Defender of the Year, one of the early signings. I'm learning a lot about Irvin Parra. I'm reading up statistically on what it is that he was able to do with Las Vegas Lights last year, their first match, by the way. Mm. Learning a lot about some of their players. Uh, the other clubs, New Mexico is expected to have a great attack. Phoenix last year scored like 90 goals in like 30 matches. So, yeah, I'm I'm slowly but surely learning a lot, starting and sticking with this Western Conference specifically, exactly. since you don't play the Eastern Conference unless you make it to the USL Cup. But yeah, there's a lot of information out there. It's a lot to consume. Some of it we'll have to learn on the fly. But yeah, I'm 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 devoting a decent amount of time to learning who these players are and what the league's all about. Yeah, and we talked to Jeff Reuter a couple episodes ago. You can go back and download that podcast. And he gave like a really good breakdown of 
how this playoff structure works. I mean, there's a lot of people in this region. I think a huge thing here in San Diego is the education process of educating people about the league, the team, and everything that goes into it. But there really is going to be the education of what this league and what this sport is all about. Um, for a lot of people here in this in this region, and even for us, like we're learning more about the league. And Jeff Reuter, I thought, did mm-hmm. a really really good job a couple episodes ago. Talked about the top six qualifying automatically. Then you have seeds seven through ten, the play-in rounds, and then you look at the playoffs just last year, Darren. Especially in the West, you just get into the dance in this league, and there's a chance you can win it all. Just, I mean, it. You want to win the regular season title, I guess. You want to have the most Phoenix. points, which was Phoenix, but Phoenix got upset by the four. Last year, like it's not crazy to have these upsets. The six beat the three, the seven beat the two. There was a lot of upsets. So just getting into the dance, I think, is one of the big takeaways for me um, for the first year of SD Loyal. Like, who? Can, I mean, you want to be the best, clearly, but if you give yourself a chance, we've seen it even just last year. You can you can go a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Again, and you can go to the USL official website because they do a lot of these. Like, what were the biggest signings yeah. of the off season? And uh, they've mentioned SD Loyal a couple of times. You know, who are the top attacking quartet in the USL? Like, that's the one where they pointed out that that and they had went through ten different clubs. But you know, you, the uh, loyal was one of them. So, and then you look up the statistics and you see where Irvin Parra was last year, and you see like a Raúl Mendiola, like what he did, like assist wise. So, yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's a process, man. I we're all learning at the same time. Parra is another guy I want to talk to on the podcast, especially right before that first match, because he's preparing for a match against Las Vegas, his former club. And he's playing for a brand new club in SD Loyal. Their first ever historic match at Torero Stadium, and he gets to go up against his former club. Right, which I believe was a debutant last year. Right, so you know, I and I, I also get the sense that he's pretty excited about that first match against. That's the Las sense Vegas. you get that he really he's is looking really, forward really to it. Really excited about it. Maybe it didn't end so well for Las Vegas Lights and Irvin Parra. Yeah. Super super motivated for that first one he will be. Also, uh, you mentioned it in a group chat earlier. It's a very high-scoring league. Yeah, A lot of goals. A lot of goals, especially in the West. I said that to somebody with Loyal. They said, well, not necessarily. A couple clubs. A couple clubs, though. New Mexico is expected to have a killer attack. Phoenix is going to continue to do Phoenix-type stuff. So I kind of like the idea that you go out there and you get the USL Defender of the Year. Yeah. And Joe Greenspan. Like yeah. that's, that seems like a pretty good idea. Yeah, just looking at the numbers a year ago, Phoenix scored a lot of goals. Reno scores a lot of goals. Real Monarchs, I mean, they, they won the Cup, so you know they're talented. Orange County, look at their numbers on the table, Darren. Oh my gosh, they are so bland. They are so boring. That well, club. They represent their county well. <sighs> Everything on their table last year is... Yep, sounds like a good club for Orange County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we have a Bundesliga report to get to. He is Tim Stoops. Of course, where else would you go for a Bundesliga update than Missoula, Montana? Darren, Jordan, feeling dunk? Here is your Bundesliga report. Question eins. And this one has changed since my last report. Is Bayern still in first? Yes, Bayern has 43 points. They're ahead of Energy Drink Football Club, who has 42. And the Borussias each have 39. Questions why? What did Borussia Dortmund do? Borussia Dortmund got a lead against Bayer Leverkusen. They were ahead 3-2 at Leverkusen. But then Leverkusen scored twice in 90 seconds in like the 80 and 81st minute to steal a win from Dortmund. It's been a problem at Dortmund for quite a while. 
while now that they have these leads and they just cannot hold on to them. Even three goal leads are not safe. Question dry. What did Americans do in the Bundesliga? Brace yourselves. Timmy Chandler had a brace for Frankfurt against Augsburg in their 5-0 win. Tyler Adams, Weston McKitty, and Alfredo Morales each played a full 90 for Energy Drink Football Club, Schalke, and Dusseldorf, respectively. And maybe the other really notable American uh, presence in the Bundesliga last weekend was not a good one. Gio Reyna for Dortmund came in, and when Jaden Sancho scored a goal to give Dortmund a 3-2 lead, VAR came in and found that Reyna had committed a foul behind the buildup that uh, took the goal off the board. So thanks a lot, Gio. And your Torjäger Kanan tracker. Well, Bayern and Energy Drink Football Club played each other. It was a 0-0 draw, so Lewandowski is still ahead of Timo Werner, 22-20. And one other really cool story that I like in the Bundesliga so far this season, promoted club Union Berlin, they're like nine points clear of the relegation zone. It would be really awesome if they stay up. They are an awesome club with a really, really fantastic culture. That's all for this week. Auf Wiedersehen! All right, Darren, there he is. Tim Stoops of Missoula, Montana, breaking it down. Bundesliga, Bayern Munich, good. Dortmund, not so much. Yeah, I think actually here over the next couple of days, we're going to get Dortmund and uh, Eintracht in a matchup. If, oh, yeah. I, if I read my scheduling correctly. It right. seems, it feels like that's a big one. Yeah, that sounds like a big one. Yeah. Your German's really coming along. Thank you. Well, I listened to Tim Stoops in the Bundesliga report. Absolutely. That's Although how he, he sent me a, a phony sympathy text about Usman Dembele, who's now going to miss another six months with surgery since he came from Dortmund. He's like, oh, wow, what a bummer about uh, Dembele. I'm like, yeah, okay, enjoy the $100 million. <laughs> What a jerk. Barca, man. Barca's got problems. All right. <laughs> We got to give thanks to our sponsors, Three Punk Ales, Chula Vista, also Sport Clips here in San Diego. Have fun at the kit reveal today. Thank you. Maybe we'll see Jordan there a little bit later as well. Yeah. I hope to see a lot of you out there. I'll be there. Marty's going to be there. Marty Caswell just walked in and she's going to be there tonight at the kit reveal. (laughs) No, she's not. She's like, oh, we're going to the kilt reveal? I was like, no, no. Are you really going tonight? Yeah. Yeah, She's going. Marty's going. We'll see Marty there. Bring your kilt.